Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Welcome. Mm. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. The three average honkies with beards have uh, reunited, but we're waiting on another guest. Yeah, he's uh, he's on the other side of Perry Hill. Um, really? He'll be he'll be here. Uh, we, uh, you know, I picked him up a little while ago in the car, and, uh, uh, it was, you know, his normal Montgomery traffic stuff, and, uh, he said he wanted, like, uh, get a water. I told him there'd be water here. Right, like, we have plenty of water down He doesn't, he doesn't trust. Well, that, I mean, I don't know. we haven't even said his name. This is a big get. Yeah, it's a pretty big get. Uh, he flew in today specifically to just, like, hang out with me. Yeah. Because he really likes me, I guess. I don't know. That's amazing. Big fan. Awesome. Yeah. Did y'all get in touch on the male-dominated YouTube? Uh, on the YouTube? Weirdly enough, no. I don't oh. like, I don't really care for YouTube personally. Right. But, uh, I figure that's where he's famous from. Mostly right. from doing, like, those, you know, like, heckler smash videos, but with people on the BBC. Hmm. Uh, it's, his name's Jordan Peterson. That right? guy. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Pe- Jordan B. Pe- Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, I, he's not, like, a real doctor. Uh... He's like a fake doctor. He's really? Like a, he has a PhD, but he, it's not in medicine. Right. So right. He's I don't, an MD, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. I mean, and if we go by his philosophy, which would be like dominance hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. We don't call him doctor because he's not a real doctor. He's right. just a, he just has a PhD. Right, right. Why would you right. show another man respect ever in a dominance hierarchy? Right. I mean, when you're jockeying for a position. Right. You would neg his position right. at any given opportunity. Man, I haven't heard that word near. Neg? Yeah. yeah, the pickup artist stuff. That's kind of what he's into is, like, self-help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he takes, like, all this 80s self-help book stuff and then puts it into one book and then says lies with it. Right? Right. And then uh, uses it to justify feudalism and state capitalism okay. and patriarchy right. and white supremacy. Right. Neg. Okay. Yeah, Spell neg it. is a N-E-G. It just means what? to say a negative thing about somebody. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. I love it when Seth is like, what's that word mean? And it's the shortest. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no context clues needed. Hey, man. Yeah, I, it's good. It happens. It's good. Well, that's an amazing uh, get. To like, I, I've got a lot of questions for Jordan Peterson. Do you really? Yeah. That's great. Because, uh, yeah, he, he said he would text me. But my phone's been on silent. Let me see. actually. I might need to go take a pee break anyway and go get him. We're gonna do uh, this again. I mean, I can go let him. I'm, no, don't take a break. Like, don't break. You can talk to Seth for a second. Yeah, it's like, just last time you, you know, like the first time you're here, you had to hop out for a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go let him in real fast. He's here. I, I, yeah, I think so. Just wow, in I'm case. Well, I'm gonna go pee and then I'll run to the lobby and okay. then so you guys talk about whatever happened in the news right. or something. I don't okay, know. Okay, sure. Sorry, I hate to dip out like this. So who bit Beyonce's face? Oh, somebody bitter? Yeah, somebody bitter face. Jay Z, hopefully. It's it's complicated. I know. It's like. <laughs> All right, got it. All right, 
my goodness. <laughs> Knobs. <laughs> Difficult. Man, up or down. Yeah, it's, he's not high on the hierarchy. Something like snap, 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 snap. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lobsters. No, but yeah, somebody claims that somebody bit Beyonce. Wow, if it wasn't Jay-Z, man. Well, I mean, that's actually, that is the most plausible theory I've heard. Yeah, hey. By far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Ride or die. I mean, somebody. Ride or die. It, I'm sure folks can tell how much I care about this. Oh, like, yeah. How, who bit Beyonce? Who gives a damn? I, but then, you know, superfluous things are wonderful to talk about. I got one question. Mm-hmm. What's she taste like? Probably like chicken. That, everything tastes like chicken. Lotion. Ooh. Lotion. Vanilla. Yeah, and you know it smells great, but tastes terrible. Or like coconut. Uh, probably coconut. Coconut is yeah. most likely. Yeah, that's how she keeps that nice shine. That yeah. Hey, is this the right place? Am I at the right studio? Is this uh, Jordan? Oh wow. my goodness! Is this I, the- I've watched all a lot of your vi- like your biblical series. It I'm, is. Am I at the right place? Yeah, we're on the air already. Really? Yeah. I saw that light on. I didn't know if it was the right place. Yeah. And and we uh, you've been sucking on balloons. It sounds no, like. This is how I talk all oh, the time. Okay. I'm always I talk like this normally. Right. I'm a little winded from walking up the stairs and running across the interstate. Yeah. Um. Hey. Uh. So Jason said I just let myself in, so okay. I did. And Wonderful. Uh, how you you doing? Okay. You've I been can't doing... complain a bit. The flight in was great. And... Yeah. You've been doing a lot of interviews. Have I? Yeah. Is that a lot? Oh, a lot of you've been all over the world, and I mean, apparently you're the no, most prominent. Western intellectual these days. You've got people spilling ink against you for I don't you. I don't like being called Western so yeah. much. Yeah, okay. I don't think spurs are very cute. Right. On boots, I think and I think doors should be all the way up on saloons. But you do like <laughs> riding horses bareback, right? I ride everything bareback, okay. yes. Okay, well, no doubt. No doubt. No you know doubt. what I mean? You gotta stay in there, old school. Right, right. I got two questions. Grab the main. What Go should we it. call you? What's that? What should we call you? Dr. Peterson. Okay. And what is your doctorate in? I don't actually know. Okay. Because you've been studying, you're such a renaissance man. Right, I'm a generalist. Generalist. Yeah. Okay. That's what Marxists call it. Right, okay. That's what Marxists call it. Yeah, I don't call myself that, though. Well, and and you really, you have a big beef with the what you call the postmodernist and the Marxist, right? Yeah, weirdly enough, because I am literally the definition of postmodernism. <laughs> really? Yeah, probably. Probably, if I knew what it meant. Right, so so wait, you're saying, like, Nietzsche is postmodernist. Have I said that in print before? (laughs) (laughs) Because, uh... Uh, if he is, then yeah, I am that too. And, you should, and you're also a fan of Martin Heidegger, right? I love Heidegger. Right. I'm a big fan of the uh, awesome show, Good Job. Right, question uh, on technology, right? Oh, no, yeah. I was talking about the Adult Swim show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim Heidegger and Well, it, it might seem simple, but in the same way that you broke down Disney's Pinocchio for me in a video. Yeah. That's a pretty deep show on Adult Swim. All sorts of Jungian archetypes. Lots of Jungian archetypes and oldian archetypes and mm-hmm. uh hegelian architecture right and a lot of uh a lot of really like post 60s mm. uh motown aspects to it with motown. like chains rattling in the background on the two on the two on yeah the two. it's got to be on the two yeah. or else you lose all the syncopation yeah, yeah. right yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> God. Jordan, you just don't seem yourself. I, I don't. Uh, I've been told that I talk like Emo Phillips trying to do an impression of a Canadian Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, That's what that Fifi guy was saying I sound like. Where'd you come from? Uh, Canada. 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 Oh, that oh, must be, it must be the, 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 the altitude yeah. chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's closer to the water. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and I'm also real emotional because these young men look up to me. They look up the men There's really. These, I look at my audiences of these young men, and I, I just am so happy for them that they're discovering. Uh, Room cleaning and things. Now, Jordan, before you get too emotional, I can tell tell you're getting emotional. For the audience out there, Jordan, excuse me, doctor. uh, Doctor, yeah. Yeah, doctor. Okay, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. He's become kind of a notorious in some circles, famous in others. His book, uh, 12 Rules for Life, is now a bestseller. Yeah. It's all over the place. He's been doing interviews all over the media. It's really, you know, 12 simple steps. Like, for instance, one of your rules, Jordan, is before you criticize the world, to get your own house in perfect order. Correct, yeah. Right. It's are you, real important. Are you talking about, like, dusting? Literally, you're just house. As long as your house is clean, then everything else you say is fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. And you can actually just hire someone to do that. Really? And that counts, yeah. Oh. Right. You, so you have 12 steps? Yeah, th- yeah. I know 12 steps, but really? I think they're different. They're probably a little different. <laughs> no, 12, 12 rules, Jordan. 12, oh, well, rules. 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 Yeah. Oh, rules. The rules are different than the steps. See, Also, the 13th rule is that cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Yeah. Wow. Down the bills. Yeah. Wow. That's some Canadian stuff. Is that original? I made that up. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I invented that. It seems like, you're sure you haven't been I'm sucking? I'm pretty sure I made that up. On yeah. balloons? I don't know. No. That's why no, all those I young men never. are looking up to you. <laughs> I don't use drugs at is, all. I don't think that using drugs is appropriate. No, what if, I, you know, all, all these people have, uh, you know, you there's all sorts of questions I could ask you about the transgender issue. And all, yeah. But I'm, I'm really interested in, what's, it, what's Joe Rogan like? Uh... Interestingly, so he's he's a nice enough fella, you yeah, know. Yeah. He's a little broad-shouldered and kind of uh, well, all those kettlebell workouts. Yeah, right. kettle. He swings it around. You yeah, know? he does. And uh, I do I do sometimes like to do the yoga stuff that he does, mm-hmm. but I just play Twister naked by myself. Well, that's, that's I a mean, thing I do. Same thing, really. And, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, now I'm, I'm monopolizing the conversation. Seth, do you have any questions for the? the so-called doctor here? I don't have questions, but I would like to say thank you for teaching me that a lobster, the weight of the lobster is how old it is. Did I teach you that? Yes. I learned that from watching one of your numerous YouTube videos. I think Jason Fifi told you that. (laughs) How did you get to know Jason? Uh, I'm just a big fan. Of yeah. anybody bald, I like. Oh, I wow. like. I like people with high testosterone and big. I li- yeah, big yeah, brains. Big brains. Yeah, right. like natural that. bald or either bald. I, I don't. Doesn't really matter to me. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm actually gonna go because I'm losing my voice right now. I don't know what. Wow. Some, no, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'll stick around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a quick hit interview there, Doctor Peterson. <laughs> The uh, shortest lecture I think I've ever watched from. Yeah, I know. He usually goes on and on and repeats minutes. himself. 
Yeah, I do like to repeat myself a lot. Yes. Uh, but that's just the the way I edit my videos of poning my interview opponents together. Right. That's why that seems that way. I yeah. use a looper when I do my editing. Well, I mean, the reason I watch all your videos, I was sick with the flu. So I had nothing else better to do. You were being are, talked about a lot. Are you still sick? No. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I am a bit despairing. Any way you can help me out there? Uh, what kind of despairing? Uh, well, just the world seems bleak and bleaker still. Like, I, I just... I don't know. Like I, I, I look out at the world, and I, it's a general malaise. Like I wake up in the morning. And what am I gonna do today? It doesn't matter. Thank well, you. Oh, you know, there's a yes. lot of. I would say that there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic for the future. Really, a couple of them. Mainly that all lobster, you know, the lobsters right. and the the hierarchies, right, and mm -hmm. the Hegelian architecture and post-Marxist. Don't forget brutalism and too. and concrete. Concretism, right? You know, we want to get out of the concretism and the lobsterians. That's very communist, and right. the brutal, yeah, the brutalism and the socialist architecture. What we want to do, what we want to do, is just focus on the fact that we can change the world around us, but just changing us, right? Right. There's a ripple, right? There's a ripple. There's like a peanut butter ripple, yeah, and like a, a rum ripple, a rum raisin ripple. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of different ice creams that you can have, yeah, at any kind of moment that you want to have them. Yeah, but you should I have decide. ice cream every day? You can do whatever you want if you're grown and your house is clean. That's <laughs> I think mainly what I mean by my whole thing is just don't worry about it. If you're the biggest lobster, does a lobster ask for ice cream? No. No, he just takes whatever is around him and has it for his own. Well, you taught me that actually if a lobster loses a fight, that right. the thalamus in the lobster shrinks and the lobster right. essentially keels over and dies. Correct. Yeah, if a normie beats a big lobster in a fight, then that big lobster loses a part of itself to the normie. Oh. Yeah, okay. I use the word Wait normie because I read this book recently, Kill All Normies. Have you seen that? No. It's pretty sure good. It's not called Catcher in the Rye? It's called, yeah, it's it's something else that makes me want to kill the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, right. It's right. a different book that makes me want to kill the Beatles. <laughs> or Reagan, right? Or or both. <laughs> or both. Whatever. They're, well, most of them are dead. The Reagans? Yeah. They're, yeah. And Well, I think Ringo's still alive and kicking. Ringo Reagan? Yeah. yeah. Ringo Reagan. He was the he was the like first wife of Ronald. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't remember the first wife. He was Nobody the monkey does. in Bingo in the Monkey Reagan movie. Okay. That's who Ringo was. It was Ringo in the Bingo Monkey. Now, Doctor Peterson, I really. Where did, what did you do with Jason? I don't, look. He's in the lobby. I'll go get him. Okay, please do. <laughs> please go. Get Is this the way out? Yeah, through that. Is this the door? It's called a doorknob. This knob is crazy. Yeah, it, it goes up and down. Right. You Just might push. Want... What in the world, Seth? Wow, he is short. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Me either. I, right. I, I was expecting somebody taller. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson just fell down the stairs. <laughs> To, wow. the, to the studio. Uh, Should we help him? No, he's fine. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. I, I put his leg in a brace. Oh, in a okay. in a brace that fast. Yeah, yeah I wrapped it oh, up. Oh, popsicle sticks. It's remarkable. He's short. Yeah, he was super tiny. <laughs> well, that's why you, you keep him on you, right? The popsicle sticks. Oh, I thought you meant I had him in my pocket. No. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, I kept him on me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Popsicle We're sticks. not that close. He's not like Jiminy Cricket or anything. Did he say anything interesting? Uh, he talked about normies. Oh, um, uh, yeah. 
and lobster. He was reading this book, Kill All Normies. Yeah. Have you heard of this book? No, I have not. It's really good. Uh, or he was telling me it was good. I haven't read it yet. Um, but it seems pretty interesting. It's like about like the rise of the, the alt-right inside of, uh, mm. and, and quote-unquote alt-left or whatever, in uh, traditionally like... Um, non-academic spaces on the mm. internet. Yeah. Like the the death of meanness on the internet. It was really interesting. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Hey, I don't get anything he says because he said clean your house and I started watching house. Oh, the... the like, yeah. He was like... Like Hugh Laurie show? Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, like I love sober house Sober house up? Yeah. I mean, I... Get I, that I, TV show sober. I, I love house now. And uh, Kill All Normies, I thought it was talking about guys named Norm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I got it. Yeah. I can... Uh, actually, like a couple weeks from now, I heard uh, so McDonald was coming to town. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was thinking about going and picking him up from the airport and bringing him in. That would in be a couple fantastic. weeks. Just later, we could have Norm on. That'd be that cool. would be great. You know a lot of people, man. Yeah, I've got a big like black book full of people. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, people say little black book. Like, nah. I had to get a big black book. Right. A lot of people. Right. Yeah. You know. I think you should move to parchment. You just I get the just big have a roll rolls. of people. Yeah, it's a big roll, roll of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have made Schindler's job a lot easier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With a just roll of single narrative typing it up. Oh, was that what he was doing? No. No. Well, that was weird. Yeah, that was awesome, though. It didn't, uh, it didn't like... Uh, For a minute there, he sounded like Julia Childs. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Did, did he like, sound like Julia Childs? Yeah, toward the end there. It's really um, interesting. It must have had a cold or something. Uh, yeah, I think that was yeah. it. Canadian air and that Alabama air. Did anybody ask him, like, why all his fans are, like, super fail betas? I'm not sure. Like, he has a bunch of fans, and they're all just, like, neckbeard gamer people. Like, it's so weird. Like, everybody that I've ever seen that really likes this guy Mm -hmm. is just, like, garbage. Like, just bottom-of-the-barrel garbage people. Like, I've never seen, like, a really smart person like that guy. Well, in in all seriousness, and what's good in the guy is essentially when you tell people life is suffering... And he believes that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, if life is suffering, and here are some basic rules to pick yourself... It's like any other self-help thing. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, If I mean, these are common sense things right. that sometimes you need somebody to say to you. To, right. Now, it's when... I, I Again, the all the ink spilled on both sides for this guy. Yeah, people I'm, write about him way too much. Yeah, and lately he's just... The way he's responded to some things, I'm like, come on, man, just take a break. Get out yeah. of the damn spotlight. Go and it should away. be really easy. He could just go to Canada. <laughs> right. Or just, just shut up. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, you just don't answer the phone. What is he doing? Just trying to fight back? Well, no, because he was doing like a book tour thing, right? Yeah. And he was trying to like rules. drum up support for this book. And in doing so, I think he probably sold fewer books than he would have if he had just like not talked to anybody. Because like the uh, BBC4 interview that got edited together that was like him poning this liberal. Like... Uh, that made him look to people that would like him like a smart guy, right? And it looked like, oh, this guy could write a book, maybe, right? He could right. maybe put a book together that makes sense. But his book is just rambling nonsense. Like, it's it's incoherent. Like, if you took the... Tw- so the 12 rules is... So write the headline, right? Like, write the 12 rules out. Now, in every single one of them, just explain... Uh, feudalism or state capitalism, mm-hmm. one or the other. Don't not middle period capitalism where it's like actually value based at all, 
right, where there is like some naturalness to the justification for hierarchy, like merchant mercantilism and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. like just late stage capitalism and feudalism, justify those two things, and then whine about family courts and kids getting taken away and all kinds of other stuff that you just like MRA bullcrap and whatever else, right, and then put all those sentences in like a scrambler mm-hmm. and then just randomly distribute those sentences throughout the 12 rules no matter which rule it is and that's how you write that book. It's like family guy joke writing. It's exactly like family guy joke writing. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, wow. I was reading something earlier. Uh, it's a new study they're doing uh, studying like DNA and I think they call them star clusters uh, where essentially they can trace back in the genetic codes, like common ancestors, and they're able to almost tie that in with history to show uh, here's where certain major changes in human history happen. Uh, and they said essentially that there's this, there was like this dominant group that these men started to take over Eurasia. And this dominant, you know, the whole thing where, like, everybody's related to Genghis Khan. Right. Uh, It was actually another group further back than that where they can trace back the Y chromosome a long way, and it shows, okay, the men, the bottom line is men who use, who reach social power and at the top of the hierarchy and exploited and dominated others were able to better pass on their genes and create, have more children, more offspring, and create social systems that allowed their children to stay in power. And even women who rose to the top of social hierarchies, just from a basic fact, women can't have as many offspring as men. And so it's... It's fascinating to me because they're going to try to tie in this study of our genealogical history to changes in history, like, you know, the creation of the wheel. Right. And it's like, all right, that's essentially, it's... Everybody's related. There was an article on Nautilus today I read. (laughs) Yeah, well, of course everybody's related. (laughs) But how pronounced the effect of social systems can be on genetic makeup. Right. That it and this is where I would critique somebody like a Jordan Peterson is that the social system can very well change genetics is just as much as your genetic makeup influences the social system. Correct. And I, so, I would say yeah, I would say it's the, the yeah, the social system part is most of yeah. it. Now especially. And when I say now I mean the last hundred thousand years or whatever. Right. Where it's like humans have been human ish, you know, or humans. Well, and it's like, for some reason, people focus on the uh, the petty. Like, I brought this up earlier in the week, and I keep bringing it up, maybe because I just think it's ridiculous. Right. As uh, the young woman who was ta- complaining about Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah. He's culturally appropriating black music. Right. And I guess he's technically Filipino, half Filipino, half Jewish. Yeah. And I just see that and go, number one... Why? Why am I talking about it now? Why is this even like a story? Why is this even a thing? Right. If and that's the other thing. Like a big thing about funk music is that it's not a like a type of. Uh, it's not one culture's music. Right. Uh, if we were to set like specifically this m- specific type of Michigan funk in two year period or six month period, and he's directly ripping off like a certain thing, you could talk about it. Right. But. Uh, we actually steal a song. Yeah, right. funk is everybody's. Right. You know what I mean? Like, funk is so big, and it's such a uniquely, like, 
you know, post sixties, post like in the into the seventies and eighties, like not even just an American expression of like post R and B, right? Where right. it's like it's been homogenized by all of Europe, all of Asia, uh, where there is a it doesn't matter what kind of person it is when you hear funk, you know that's funk. Yes, right. It tends to make you want to dance or do other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does a it does a specific thing to the human body, right. and we've all anybody that has radios in the past hundred years knows what funk is now. Right. You know. Uh, so I don't think that makes a lot of sense to be like, hey, that's appropriate. Now, if we want to talk, like, I'll talk crap on Eric Clapton really? all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's just raw theft. Oh, okay. So Zeppelin, Clapton, the Rolling Stones. Well, the Rolling Stones were pretty explicit from the get-go. Like we're, what they were doing. We're and playing Zeppelin. I wouldn't throw in there either. You wouldn't? No, because uh, Clapton. The reason I mentioned, I say Clapton okay. when I think about this is because he didn't say, "Hey, this is this, this, this," and these are these songs. It was like here's a collection of riffs, and then just throw them into his brain and memorize them, and just wrote memorization, play them. With no idea what he's doing, hmm. really. And without giving any sort of, like, I'm pointing the bat at a dead left fielder. You know what I mean? Like, saying, like, hey, that this is who I stole from. Right, this is the guy I'm emulating. Yeah, there's no recognition. And then there's no change is the other big part of it. So, like, Hendrix was, uh, Hendrix was being a part of um, psych blues or, like, whatever you want to call it, right? He right. was pushing the, that genre forward. Zeppelin was doing this big stoner rock version of blues, yeah. right? This big, like, big dumb arena rock with a 28-inch kick drum, just like right. in your face, you know, volume and whatever. There was a something they're adding to what the mix. What about the doors, man? Uh, the, the doors, the economy of a three-piece group and the the bombast of, like, how busy their size was and the Americanness of the... Yeah, super fast stuff and the finger-picking and, like, the, uh, like, economic bop-style drums. Like, All right, what you said earlier... They weren't about appropriating, the... but Clapton was a piece of garbage, and uh, I'm glad his baby <laughs> fell out a window. Oh, my oh, Lord. Oh, oh, oh. Well, wow, I thought I was a negative Nancy. Wow, no, I'm not great. negative. I'm being positive about that's it. Harsh, I'm saying he man. deserved it because... Because he's bad at guitar and... <laughs> And he's a bad person. He's a bad person. He's a bad person, and he's bad at guitar. Okay. All right, Bruno Mars. I heard last week somebody say that he didn't do anything wrong. There was Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with his music. All had to go lucky. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. Somebody says there's nothing wrong with somebody. Somebody's going to find something wrong with him. Who said there's nothing wrong with him? I don't know. I heard it last week. And and I wanted to ask you, and you in particular, both of you, like Robert Plant made me think of this, talking about Zeppelin. Apparently he gave an interview this week where he said uh, rock music, like hip-hop's overtaken it in terms Mm -hmm. of pop, and R&B in terms of popularity. And he said rock music is bad because it's just boring these days. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you agree. Oh, yeah. Totally sucks. Yeah, it's like what happened to it? (laughs) I'm trying to think of the last, like, hit rock band or... I mean, you can f- always find good, yeah. like, bands if you really look hard enough. I'm talking about, like, in popular music, mainstream music. Ten years ago, me and... You remember uh, Papa James that worked at yeah, Papa John's? Yeah, yeah, The guy had... Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we went to go see Five Finger Death Punch in, in Atlanta. Okay, ten years ago now. And he Still. was like, dude, let's go see these guys before they sell out. Yeah. Before they sell uh, what out? Be- just before they just start oh, sucking. They, and this was like trying to make money. Yeah, Already? this was uh, well, this was like in uh, right after the second album. 
So it was so they already were like uh, they're a symphonic uh, either way, approximation either of stolen way. valor. Like they just sound like <laughs> they sound like some guy using he's like you know, whiskey turingo fuck trot. Like, okay. like that's what they sound like to me. Is just now like, listen it, back in the day it was different. Even okay, then, just crunchy mid scooped Mesa boogie amps with PRS guitar, just garbage. It, I I'm hate sorry. talking to you. I'm sorry. I I hate. Hate. No, no, no. Music, music's one of those things. Like I love, <laughs> I love music so much that when someone does music good, they can do no wrong in my eyes. Sure, right. Give us some if, rock that doesn't suck. Rock that doesn't that's now Ish. that exists. I, I have to like pull up iPod. It, but, right. Exactly. Yeah. What are you gonna like? I pull up SoundCloud. Like the people I follow on SoundCloud. There's a lot of good ones. And uh -huh. but most of the rock that I like now is super noisy. Or dancey or funky or there's some hip hop. So like Plant was super on the nose when he said like there's not a lot of uh, stuff changing in rock and roll. It's not right? interesting. Yeah. yeah, and like Five Finger Death Punch is a great example of like marketing driven uh, or market driven. No, I'm serious. Like they're well, thinking no. about. Well, what I was saying it was that I went five, ten years ago. Yeah, and he was like, "Let's go for it." They sell out. You know what I'm saying? And now, like ten years later. The it's, worst. It, they're everywhere. Are they? And everybody's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And there's this show coming up in, uh, in May, and it's a week before Perfect Circle. And I'm going to Perfect Circle. I'm not going to Five Finger Death Punch, right. you know, because of all the tools that shall be there. Ah, <laughs> get it? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. It's a good joke. And I mean, all the, the music that I listen to is everything from, like, the mid-90s. As long as they're not dead, I still listen to them. Okay. You know, most of the bands I have new Nine Inch Nails album, new Perfect Circles. Yeah. There's a new Tool. You know, uh, I, I'm still kind of stuck see, back then. Uh, bass player from Tool uh, was recording with on the new Death Grips album. <laughs> That's gonna be really good. The, man, awesome. awesome! I actually am really excited about that album. Uh, which I guess you'd call that a rap album, though. Like right. to go with Plant, what he's saying. The things that are happening that are interesting in music right now aren't happening in the rock and roll sphere. Well, and like, I just, from a perspective of like terrestrial radio, right. I'm not hearing like new rock stations. Right. Like, the closest thing here with Blue Water is The Gump. Right. And The Gump plays a lot of stuff like you're talking it's about. The 90s. Now. Yeah, yeah. There's it, a lot of 90s on it. There's not too much new not on a there surf at all. And Weezer, and it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, like, but it's all from 93 to 98. And that's where it was all good. Yeah. And after that, everybody. Well, see, are we just saying that though because that was when it was that's when there was like pop music that was rock and roll mm. sorry rock music that was popular in that time period that was good and that rock and roll as a whole has kind of gone not popular right like there's well, people and, playing original yeah. rock music but it's kind of a hassle to load gear into a van and go well play said. somewhere and a bar especially right where rock music happens m happened when it was happening was if, and the way it is now, if you can't play four sets of an hour apiece, you don't get to get paid to play music. Right. Right? So you're going to have 150 songs on your little list, of, and it's all going to be covers and garbage. Right? It's not going to be new, interesting anything. Right. So nobody's playing new, interesting anything out. Right? Whereas rap or any sort of economic music, synthwave, throwback, like electronic music, yeah. right, are blowing up right now because the the outlet isn't a bar, right? You don't right. have to get drunk to think rap's interesting, right? Right? You do have to get a little buzz to have a good time listening to rock music. I would, I would tend to agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So, 
SoundCloud. Some. Yeah. Uh, just get a little angry, I'm, crank it up you until know 11. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. you got to remember what it's like to be five, and that just means like drink enough where you topple over a little bit and feel like a toddler. <laughs> so, so you can be angry or a little buzzed, whatever. But the point is you can be completely stone-cold sober, pull up on SoundCloud on your phone, you know, just a hashtag of like the type of like specific type of rap music you're into and listen to a thousand new songs a day right and enjoy it and that's stick with the old stuff from back in the day just stay in your lane yeah you know what's rocking but that's the thing I've asked a lot of folks like what's the best period of music and it's always when they're like coming of age and now the new stuff I want to learn is old like what? See, that's like what before you, you were alive, or yeah, yeah. All the stuff I've been throwing. Yeah, he's right. been turning me on some good stuff. You know, I mean, I like some good old sad stuff from the '90s, but there's other sad stuff from the '60s. I it's told awesome. them to listen to like Controversy, that right? Album. Yeah, I told them to listen to uh, uh, Tailored and the Time Self Titled. Yeah, the time, the time is self-titled. What time is it? Is good. Yeah, we'll come back in on seven 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 ninety three eleven. Oh, that's what we should do. That's yeah. a great song. Uh, but that's like funk, though. Again, and exactly. Rock, I mean, rock I'm, music, I'm down, as far man. as like finding deep cuts in rock music, it's it's actually super easy because you just go like look up any band you've ever heard like that you like, kind of, and then look at like the Wikipedia article for the members of it, and look at the bands they were in, and they were usually okay. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, but it's like when it's the first time it's happening, really. They're they're taking it's oh, derivative yeah. of, of the blues and some other things, yeah. but it's the first time they're doing these things. It's right. kind of new and innovative, right? And it, what seems to me today is there's a lot of copycats, right. a lot of mimicry, and right. it's not necessarily bad. Like the band I had in here named uh, Simo, mm. I, the guy's an amazing guitarist. I bought their album when I went to their show because I did appreciate a lot of their music. But it's not... It, I didn't listen to it and go, I've never heard anything like right. this before. That never right. happens. Right. It, you've kind of heard and, it all. Yeah, and you know, they say things are uh, 30 years. It's, it's cycles. Yeah, Everything yeah. cycles about 30 years. You know, I mean, what? I wonder what the next thing's going to be. You know, it's just even I, more terrible rock and roll that sucks. I don't know about, like, like there's a, a way to go, the next thing is going to be X, Y, Z. I think, like you are saying, is when you can listen to something and say, like, I've never heard anything like this, it's not necessarily always a good thing. Right. I, my, uh, my record, I got an email... Uh, about 2.30 in the morning last night, someone bought a physical copy of my record <laughs> that I made in 2011. Wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I would sold out of them. I didn't think I had any more copies <laughs> physically at the warehouse. But I was like, all right, well, i got to do that now. So, but then it made me think about it like, uh, there's not a lot you can compare that to, right? That This record that I made. It was not like any band I'd ever heard before and... I wanted to do a thing organically and make it from scratch and whatever, where it was like electronic music fused. And it's like rock music. It's live produced. There's no like uh, stuff added or whatever. Right, like, right. Um, and it's like jammy, but not jammy. And it's improvised, but it's written and whatever else. It wasn't good though. I don't listen to that record. <laughs> I, don't go, you know I, mean? I don't go back and listen to it because. At least you're truthful, man. Oh yeah, I'm honest about it. It's not the best record in the world, but I it's, hope that one guy that bought that CD is not listening. I don't care. He already, he oh, already yeah, bought too late it. Now. Well, I don't, and it I, sales I, over. And I think the best music movements come. It, it had 
it has to happen organically. Yeah. It has to. Like with rock and roll, I mean, you're coming out of the post-war era. You're coming right. out of this, and that generation is reacting to that. With hip-hop, the Bronx is literally on fire. You're also getting the intersection with that with new machines. Right. New sort of, like, drum machines. Distortion. And, or live and, looper pedals. Right. what made me... Right, like I wouldn't have been a two-piece band. That band would not have existed the way it existed if it hadn't been for the technology, the machine of I, now I can DJ with my feet and right. get rid of a bass player. I don't have an octave drop on one side. Don't need a bass player. Now I've got me and a drummer is a band. No, I, it's one that would not have happened in the '80s or '70s. You know, mm-hmm. whenever I saw an interview with not a recent one, the Quincy Jones. I'm not talking about that right. one, like Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando. But it was one uh, where somebody asked him about Prince, since Quincy was so tied to Michael Jackson, mm. and he said, uh, "Prince is amazing. I'm not going to knock the guy's talent and how creative he is." But he says, "I worry he puts out too much." And what he's going to inspire is people not getting together like he did with folks in Minneapolis, Mm. but people staying in their room and looping everything. Right. And to where you're not, music is shared after the fact. It's not being shared in the process of being created. Correct. And I... uh, Mumble rappers? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, no, SoundCloud rappers is what what he's talking about. And... Uh, I, I don't know if Quincy had said that at the time, like by the you know when I was doing this band. He said this, but, I think, in like early '90s. Uh, well, yeah. it's accurate, and yeah. somehow that got to me, and I understood like I didn't want to be that guy playing drums and guitar at my house by myself, and needed to create and act in a live space for something to be good. Well, and and there's no doubt, and I'm, let's make clear, there's still great original bands right. coming up. You have to find it. Like, Emily Hayes, I've on the show all the time, is doing the South Sound Festival mm. down in the Mobile area. And they have... I mean, they had the Alabama Shakes when they are just the Shakes before. Right. Like, And so there are some great acts out there. But then I listen to the Alabama Shakes. Is that rock and roll? Kind of is. Yeah. Uh, but it's also kind of soul music. And I, I don't know. Kind of what then, you got to mix to make it. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, else? they got to like... Uh, I think they were on a a post-irony thing before that was cool, which was great. Like, they just kept doing it and were... While that kind of, like, hipster fakeness was happening, they were sincere and actually wanted to be good at the thing that they were, you know, that were engaging in. Yes. I always said copying, (laughs) but you know what I mean? I mean, there's nothing They were engaging in a Motown sound and they weren't doing it in this, like, PBR fake mustache kind of way. Right. They actually wanted to make great songs. Right. They wanted to write good songs and play good songs and be tight live and they did. Uh, So they lived through that hipster garbage moment and now we're, a pre, we're I think mass culture is more appreciative right now of things that are post-irony things that are sincere and in, in an enjoyable way right uh, well and then there's so. and then this song it's not really a, dude that video rules it's not the, it's not the song it's the video yeah that video is so good <sighs> Just, are you can you see it too Seth oh I'm right. watching yeah is yeah. Benny or who is this uh, Eric oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah my wife showed me this video a couple years ago this is a good video. Yeah, I could watch this video all day. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. you got to hit a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Is that what they call it these days? <laughs> Joey Clark.
got a winning. Oh, welcome back. This is a song called Rapid Fire Toll Booth. Yeah. Yeah, Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Yeah, it sounds like Mark Bolton. Is it? It is. Yeah. Oh, I know about that. See? Yeah. Oh, I love Mark Bolton, boy. Yeah, this, I just pulled it up. I don't know. I was feeling. I was thinking of college. We listen to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I like this a lot. Uh, crazy lyrics. So, like, good stuff. Uh, Francis and Youth, what I listen to. Yes. Yes, it's awesome. Is that the right. second record? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, second yeah. His guitar playing. Yeah. Now, that was Nuts. interesting. I mean, it, sometimes it's like, okay, it's Jimi Hendrix, but then it's nothing like that at all. Right. Like, it is kind of that step further. Uh, I, I like that. No, Seth, you wanted me to look up the Florida lottery numbers, and really, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the deal here? You give up drinking, as Jason has said, and you, you're, yeah, you're, like, you're now gambling? Yeah, what's this? So, that's what happened to Norm MacDonald, right? Like, he g- gave up drinking and started gambling harder. What else am I supposed to do? I don't know, just exist in meat space and just be a... I'm not a piece of meat. That's what I keep telling these women. You're like existing above the plane or something? Man, I'm up there. Yeah, yeah. And to the left. Up and to the left. Back and to the left? Yeah, exactly. That's why you can't find me. So I, I've never. I see. I don't even do this. So, so Jason, just, you want a dollar, buddy? I just scratch I really? off yeah. these things here. So I gotta go uh-huh. to Florida to get a dollar. Uh, no, I'll get you another one next okay. time down there. All right, you can keep that one. I mean, you bought it. We're going for, like, mucho grande. Right. I like the slow build to, you know what I mean? Like, the way to do the lottery slow is Mm. to just, like, not buy the tickets and then go, uh, you just put it away (laughs) in a Culligan water bottle, right? Like a big jug of Culligan water bottle. You just, like, squirrel away your $5 bills every now and then. And then, like, when you're 55 or 60, you just go, oh, it's... $150,000. $150,000. And then you're like, yeah, and throw it on the bed and dance in it. Or whatever you would have done if you won the lottery. Right. Yeah. yeah. And no. you know what? The odds of winning? 100%. <laughs> winning number seven? No, I didn't win a damn thing on that one. I hate that I'm like the moralist now. Like, like well, no, and all yeah, of a sudden, you... I'm like, yeah, when did I start being this, like, you know, the moral, uh, you know. Well, no, my point of view is, like, whatever. gambling, the lottery should be completely legal oh, in yeah, this of state. Course. But I don't think I would ever, ever, like, play it. No, I, I mean, I, I would probably play it. Uh, Just for fun. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Of course I wouldn't play it. I'm, a, I'm buy, very risk-averse is what they call that. I am too. I'm very risk-averse. I buy a, uh, a Fantasy Five when I'm down there. And I bought the scratchers this time because it, what, what else well, would we talking about? Well, it's experiential. Yeah. Nope. So it's interesting. Another loser. The loser? Yeah. Zero dollars? got a dollar. Nothing. So I want a dollar. Got a dollar. Uh, How much is one of these? Uh, a dollar. so he paid three dollars to win a dollar and then talk about losing two dollars on the rate like yeah okay it's a good moment yeah man i love you so much but i hate hanging out with you me (laughs) so so we come on and he's talking about being a misanthrope he's talking about like oh i'm super downer but i'm super optimistic and now i'm the downer all the time right oh it's so crazy because the little things that get him by you're like i'm pooping on those right you're you're crapping on my flowers but you're pooping on other people's stuff why would people call you a misanthrope if you weren't doing the same thing in some way i am and it's a lot bigger of a 
circle than you're doing. But you're I'm just, doing it on petty things. Yeah, is what you're saying. I'm nitpicking. I like mm -hmm. the little things in life. You like to enjoy the little things. Yeah, in life. because right. the, the little things make the big things. Correct. Yeah, but and I, the only big things that happen to me are I like get in a car crash. I so. do have to say, you know, Jason, See, like, that's what I risk. Like the first time you were on the show, like, and you've known me over the years, right? Like, I would say I'm this misanthropic guy. I don't feel that way anymore. No, I feel better. Yeah. I think there's a relativism to uh, optimism and pessimism. Yeah. I think well, what's we going look on? At what's, yeah, what's going on? Compared to uh, the world at large now, c compared to the world three years ago, just being a regular person means that you're an optimist. Right. Compared to everybody three years ago. You know. But, but even though, I mean, life can be stressful, but I just... I don't know. I don't feel like I need to lash out and try. I think part of it for me was like, I'm on a mission to carry the water for this or that cause. Right. And now I don't feel that way anymore. I'm like, I'll just work on myself, meet and talk to interesting people, learn about the world. Right. And see what happens. Like, I kind of gave up the, I, I don't want to save the world right. point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even before I didn't need, but... Now I just like it's a weight off your shoulder. Yeah, every now and then I f I still fall into that like try to save the world thing. Right, and I get way serious about like a uh, gambling thing or it, I try to make a joke too, and it'll be way not light. Right, like you didn't take it as like me being a joke. Like you just, it's like I was preaching at you. Like yes. it was like I kicked a yes. puppy. Right. Yes. Like, oh. I, took, I took the one thing this guy likes and just like smashed it on a table. Hey, look at that! I just made a bunch of noise. See, I just smashed it. Just like this is garbage. Like this right. thing you like is bad. Like, and thank you. I'm trying to be light and make jokes about it. It's thing. cool. I'm Not, used to it, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but comparatively. Uh, yeah, it's not that serious, though, right? No, God, no. and I don't feel like it's serious. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here still thinking of the gambling thing, knowing the state, wanting like the lotto, and all, like that. No, we don't need the lottery. If knowing the state, we need. I guess it's called class four. We need sports betting in this state. It should. I think it should just be like opened up. Legal. Yeah. Everything should be legal to everybody that wants to do it. Right. And uh, it should go to school. But that people are no. no I'm saying just open it up wide open, private, whatever. Yeah, whoever wants to do it can do it, and one. no lottery, no school, nothing. Just mm. like go for it, because. Uh, oh, by the way, get the plug out right now. Sam Talent, uh, Thursday coming Thursday the fifth. Awesome. Sam Talent, best comic in the country. I don't say that lightly. Yeah. He's like my favorite comic in America right now. Okay. Uh, April fifth, he's, he's going to be in town. GT South, awesome. Be starting at eight o'clock. Very cool. The lottery though is garbage because the lottery would be uh, run by presumably the government of right. the state of Alabama. Right. Uh, I don't trust that. I don't you know. know. And I don't think anyone else should trust that either. Uh, and when they say it goes to schools. Again, it's Alabama. What goes to schools doesn't go to schools at all. Like ninety percent of the budget is earmarked to the education trust fund, but like, what does that even mean? But it's but by earmarked, it's like specific parts of the trust fund. It's, right. It, the money yeah, yeah. in it is it, most of the money collected by the state of Alabama goes to so-called education. Right. But there's no flexibility in how to spend of education it. Education does all kinds of garbage with right. money. Like th there's appointed people that just get paid to not even go to an office ever. They just get <laughs> money for nothing for decades. People have just been getting paid for doing nothing. Uh, I'm not talking about teachers, obviously. You know, you're not talking about pensions. Or, or yeah, not no, like that. I'm talking no. about people that were just appointed and don't do anything. 
there used to be that way with alcohol. Yeah, Apparently, you could be like the commissioner of Budweiser, and yeah, any yeah. Budweiser sale, you get a cut. Yeah, so I don't trust our our state to do basically anything for anybody. I agree. So, uh, and that for I mean, I don't trust even like charter schools or anything like that either. I don't trust this state to do much. Right. You know, but we do a few things right. Not in well uh, politically. Are, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, like it depends what we well, do. Well, but here's like talking about the lottery. I would never play it. I don't see the point. But I'm not. Once you remove off the table legal or illegal, right. you can have a good conversation. I think about it. Right. Like and anything I think, else. I think a lottery would be the the again if you're gonna illegal or legal, the lottery is like the booze or cigarettes of gambling. It's the first mm. thing kids see at the gas station. It's the gateway drug, right? It it is. You know what's next? And if there's a the liquor store and the gas station, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if there's a problem gambler and you know three oh, in a yeah. million or whatever the numbers are, you're guaranteed that some subset of the population is a problem alcoholic or gambler right. or risk. Uh, taking type of person, whatever that risk self medicating, self medicating drugs, whatever you know, whatever the thing is that makes people addictive, uh, you're guaranteed that a certain number of people are that, right? Yeah. And legalizing it is one thing, but then saying it's not just legal; it's a dollar and it's at the gas station. That's like legalizing crack, <laughs> right? You're gonna. <laughs> Have See, people Seth, try it. Seth, right? you've gone from one, you know, problem, so to speak, to, to another. Good <laughs> lord, man! I'm not this is an intervention. No, Seth. I'm not judging you for trying. We're it. not. I'm saying, but why are you judging me? No, I'm not. I'm We're saying not. That, and ironically, and I'm not saying you, you won the freaking dollar. I won the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I won the dollar. So I can say that. No, no we're not judging you. We're, we're we care. Do you care? Well, the yeah. worst with the problem gamblers, the worst thing that could happen to them is that they won something. Yes. Right. If they win is the worst thing that could happen because it means now they get house money to play on and they get to get high on their own supply on somebody else's <laughs> supply yeah right for a long period of time playing it back and playing it back and playing it back and then when they start dipping into their own money they haven't made that differentiation between house money and their own money right and it is it's I'm not again we're not talking about you anymore stop no, looking we're offended not. we're talking about problem gamblers you, you bought three lottery tickets <laughs> dollar dude. calm piece. down <laughs> like that's nothing we're not he's sitting here looking like I'm kicking a puppy Right. Like, no, we're not talking about you. We're talking about problem gambling. Well, we're out of time, really. And Too I, many I, Christmas I, on a crutch. And I just want to... Sam th Talent, April 5th, GT South. And I want to thank you for bringing in Jordan Peterson today.